Office workers bustled between cubicles, the floor noisy with phones and printers, the hurried conversations between co-workers, and the echo of construction from the renovation of the floor above. The corner office on the 30th floor of Gaines, Sherp, and Mott offered a beautiful view of the spectacular architecture of the Chicago skyline. Sunlight filtered through the floor-to-ceiling glass office windows that overlooked the busy streets of downtown, shining on the office's simple, modern, and sparse furniture, which encompassed a desk, a large drawing table, and a bookshelf that stretched just as wide and tall as the wall behind it. A jacket hung lazily over the back of a chair behind the desk, which was stacked with piles of magazines, books, papers, and photographs, arranged in hazardous attempts at organization. The desk phone had been removed from its perch. The cord wrapped around the device and was tucked neatly in the corner, next to a pair of black heels. Wren Burton stood in her white blouse, pencil skirt, and stockings, hunched over the drawing table, pencil in her right hand while her left gripped an engineering scale both working seamlessly together over the trace paper. Her hand stroked the lines and curves effortlessly, every motion breathing life into her creation, challenging the skill and knowledge of those that had come before her, as she offered her own monument that would stand the test of time. A single strand of hair broke loose from her ponytail, and she brushed it back, the smudges on her fingertips staining her pale skin with the silver gray of her pencil. She took a step back, then circled the sketch, a master examining her work with an unyielding gaze, examining every angle, every inch, to ensure its perfection. She returned to the front of the drawing table and gave an approving nod. It's finished. A deep vibration rattled her desk, shaking loose a few pieces of paper stacked too high, which floated gracefully to the floor. Wren wiped her fingers on a napkin transferring the smudges of lead from her skin to the white of the half-crumpled paper, and checked the name on the caller ID of her cell phone. She curled her slender fingers over the device, doling the incessant buzz, hesitant to answer, before finally succumbing to the caller's persistence. Hey! Did you forget? The voice's tone on the other end of the phone was irritable and short. Wren wedged the phone between her cheek and shoulder, quickly reaching for the sketches and filing them hastily into her bag in the seat of her chair. You know I didn't forget. It's not that you forget to pick them up, it's just you usually forget to pick them up on time. The tone switched from irritated to superior, as if the words were meant to enlighten her of her own flaws. Wren leaned on the edge of the desk, her head tucked low between her shoulder her patience tested with an irritating itch she desperately wanted to scratch, but she did her best to keep her tone amiable. I'm leaving now. Is that on time enough for you? An exhausted sigh whispered through the phone's speaker. (sighs) Look, I've got to go. There's a call coming in. Are we still going to talk tomorrow morning when I get home? Wren pulled on her jacket. Yeah. All right. Tell the girls I love them. I will. Wren ended the call and tossed the phone back on her desk more forcefully than she intended. She scratched the thin, circular tan line on her left ring finger, then opened her desk drawer. Amidst the chaos of sticky notes and pens rested a diamond ring.
She pinched the silver band between her fingers, then twirled it around her thumb and index finger, the gemstone catching the sunlight. After a few turns, she clamped the ring in her fist, then shoved it in her jacket pocket. Ren slid on her bag shoulder strap, and one of the documents sticking through the opened compartment brushed her elbow. When she looked down, the words petition for divorce glared back at her. She forcefully shoved the papers deeper into her bag, then zipped it shut.